Yo, 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 what's going on? This is your friendly neighborhood knucklehead, and this is the Part-Time Artist Podcast, and this is episode 151. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and uh, I want to give a shout-out to myself. At the end of the month will be my second annual, second or third annual, I don't know how many times I've done this, but it's my Black History Month radio show. So all of my uh, artists of color, black artists, please send me your band camps. If you came out with music recently, I would love to put it on my radio show at the end of the month. This is your last chance if you're listening. Please, please send it to me. Um, And with that, I would love to welcome to the show someone that is incredibly talented and just blowing me away. Uh, Please welcome all the way from dc right down i-95 it is ari ari vox thanks for coming on the show <laughs> that was an incredible intro thank oh, you thanks i don't i don't even know where to look now there's a whole video element so i have a camera and then i have a screen and then i'm like it's a, I've 151 episodes in and i'm doing something for the first time let that be a lesson to everyone out there try something new mm-hmm. shake it up um, so my first question for you is, this is, mm-hmm. I can't believe I wrote this down as a top three because it is 70 degrees in Philadelphia right now. And oh, wow. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I'm concerned, but I'm enjoying it. It's very awkward. I'm very conflicted. I played basketball yesterday. Uh, Gross. <laughs> in February. <laughs> <laughs> I played basketball in February, and it's blowing my mind. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to know, what are your top three winter activities? Um, play- <laughs> winter activities. Stay inside. Um, wallow. Cry. Um, and watch horror movies and play video games, probably. Ah, okay. So... It- is that is that winter activities or is that just every month? <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of every month, mm-hmm. um, but especially in the winter time, it's just heightened, you know. Excellent, yeah, and I, I feel like there's always good horror movies coming out. They don't save horror movies for autumn anymore. They really, they're just coming out all the time. And yeah, they're all over the place, which is cool. Summer, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I really, it's. <laughs> I wrote this down and now I'm looking at it. And again, as the sun is shining in my face and revealing <laughs> how pale I am, I cannot believe it is 70 degrees. But I, my top three winter activities, I have to go with ice skating. Ice skating is always something that I really love. And apparently now ba- playing basketball in February is a winter activity. And I don't know. I guess watching the Eagles lose in the Super Bowl is what we do now. Oh, did they lose? (laughs) I'm so sorry for your loss. Wow. You know, it's so funny that you say that because the past couple days, and this might, this is going to sound far out to probably most of the world and most of the listeners, but in Philadelphia, the Eagles are so important that I've heard when we when when I say when we when they lost the Super Bowl collectively as a city, we were mourning 
as if we had all lost a relative, lost a grandparent. That was the vibe on Monday and Tuesday, which was the great, <laughs> and, and I don't know what people were doing on Valentine's Day because it was a bummer in this city. <laughs> um, but anyway, fuck all that. We don't need to, immediately I, I got on here and started uh <laughs> You said you said you brought the sadness. So anyway, I want to know: Do you consider yourself a part-time artist? No, I'm a full-time artist. So looks like this is the wrong podcast for me. Thank you. Have a good day. (laughs) Oh God, (laughs) I find it interesting how people uh, uh, choose to answer that question. I used to ask it a lot, and then I stopped. I think I forgot. I used to ask it to everybody, and then for some reason I stopped. But it's very interesting to me the the types of people um, I guess that I talk to that answer that question. It's it's such a I don't know. It feels like an easy question, but the more I think about it, I have a harder time with it. Like, what is considered part time? What is considered full time? I mean, I think if you're wanting to get existential with it, no artist can be part-time because it's part of like who you are so you're always an artist in everything you do essentially Mm -hmm. um but for me i am like i make most of my money with music so Mm, i have like side jobs but music is number one Mm. well that's lucky (laughs) that's well i didn't say it's a lot of money i guess said most of my money (laughs) (laughs) yeah excellent yeah because i guess the the person that surprised me the most, well, I'm not even going to I'm not going to start dropping names, but I think what's what's different is also thinking about an artist versus creativity. And where I feel like artists, especially in this society, artists have to be careful almost when they open up themselves to creativity because in this society, it feels like we all have to have jobs. We all have to have jobs no matter what. And even as a musician, the more and more I see professional musicians dropping out of tours and quitting the band and this and that, I'm just getting like really, really scared. Like shit is, 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 <laughs> I don't know. Is it doom and gloom or what? But everybody has to figure out what works for them. And so some people, I think, can answer that question and be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a full-time artist all the way. And some people are like, well, I'd like to be full-time, but I'm, I have this job and I have a family or this and that. So yeah, it's really interesting when I hear uh, some people answer that. And another question I wanted to ask you is, how would you, how would you define your genre Because I was reading some of the stuff you wrote on your website and obviously listening to a lot of your music myself. And I sort of have my own idea, but I don't know. I'm curious what how you would define yourself. So what I'm performing live now, what I've been writing now, um, a lot of that isn't available online right now. Um, But what I'm creating oh. right now, I would describe as dreamy indie pop. Dreamy indie pop. Because it's not dream pop. Dream pop influenced, I would say. Um, but it is dreamy, for sure. So, now, What do, would you say? Mm-hmm. Now, now, does it... Uh, 
does your is that going to be the same depending on your like band format? Because I see like mm. sometimes you have a drummer, sometimes you have a drum machine, sometimes it's just you and a guitar. Like how, does when you have the different formats, does that change your genre? I don't think so. No. Um, I just think it can it's the same genre and the same moods and vibes, just you know, in a stripped down setting or in a mm-hmm. full big sound setting. Mm-hmm. Um and I know you mentioned before you wanted to know if I do have a drummer right now. I do not. Um, we have a drum machine. <laughs> he is really great. He always does what we tell him to. You know, we don't got to feed him or anything. The drum machine? So, yeah. Um, oh, he's great. But oh, the re- album we're recording right now, we will um, have some live drums on there and we'll mm-hmm. contract um, a good friend of mine. It's just drummers are too busy everyone's in 10 bands at once so (laughs) i mean what what you well i would say i guess the dreamy pop world you do have the luxury i think of the drum machine i mean me trying to hold music or something yeah Yeah. i'm trying to i'm working with uh max which is my program drummer in logic that is That is the closest thing I have to a band is 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 Max and Logic. So I I'm just having no luck in Philadelphia. So I guess that's just an East Coast thing. Like all these drummers are doing a million things. Um. So mm. talk to me about speaking of members. Talk to me about Freddie Hall. How did this song with Freddie Hall come about? Did you guys are you guys like close or did you just pick a name out of a hat? Did you reach out to <laughs> them? Did they reach out to you? How did how did it happen? Yeah, I found him in the street just <laughs> begging for collabs. And I was like, you know, I'll help you out, man. No, I met him. <laughs> Have you heard of So Far Sounds? No. It's a, um, always doing fucking promo for them. Uh, it's shout just like a them. shout out. They're an organization that kind of puts on pop up, like secret concerts. Um, and oh, wow. basically, yeah, as like a concert goer, you go on their site. It, they tell you um, what neighborhood the gig is in um, and if it's BYOB or not. But then you kind of show up not knowing who's playing, um, not knowing, you know, they only tell you the venue a couple hours before. And it could be at a bar, it could be at someone's house, it could be at an office after hours. Um, and it's kind of like a huge community that started like 10 years ago in London. And now it's basically in every major city. It's in Philly um, and it's in DC as well. And it's kind of like a listening room environment you do like a 25 minute set and people are sitting and watching you and listening and they're not like allowed to be to talk during the performance to be on their phones and stuff um so i I have heard of this is this an app is it an app um, they might have an app but you can just like go on their site like sofarsounds.com i think oh wow Um, but anyway i do a lot of those shows that helps me kind of um like I've done some of those shows in Philly, done some in Baltimore, oh. New York, um, Richmond. So uh, that's how I met Freddie. Um, we were uh, both playing the same so far show. Cool. Um, and uh, I immediately like really liked him. I wanted to be friends. So we became friends. And mm-hmm. obviously collabs stem from that. Mm. And this song that we just released, Stardust, has been in the works for about a year. Mm. Um, you know, scheduling, pandemic was happening, and just sometimes the creative process just takes a long time. 
Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll give him credit. He mostly wrote like the song, like the music. Um, but I kind of came up with the melodies and mm-hmm. like most of the lyrics. Excellent. And, um, yeah. So. Yeah. So let's, without any further ado, let's get into it. This track is called Stardust. Check it out. No 
All right, that tune was called Stardust. Now, I went back in time for you, and your oh, first no. release, at least according to Bandcamp, <laughs> was February 2020. So uh -huh. happy artist anniversary birthday or something. Oh, shit. Because it is yeah. now February 2023. I don't know the exact dates of everything, but yeah. Um, how do you feel now you're working on new music, your first release compared to where you are now, how do you mm -hmm. feel like, did your process evolve? Like songwriting process, recording process, promotion process. Yeah. Well, I, I want to say, I, I got to give you this. I look for like evolution and at least singing wise, there is just a lack of evolution on your part because that first release to now, your singing is just like incredible. So, so I was just like, God damn, like it didn't even, <laughs> it's like, it's just been across the board like that. So yeah. So songwriting wise, at least, because that's always going to be a process no matter what, how is your songwriting process evolved? And I guess if you want to, tie that into your journey as a singer and let us know it's been three years yeah um i guess i try not to think about that that <laughs> these past i don't know these pandemic years have just been a blur mm -hmm. um singing evolution i okay so overall I only i've been performing with bands and stuff for for years but i only started this kind of solo project oh, in 2020 okay. ah. um so and i think over these three years i don't know well people always try to put me in boxes and mm. i have felt like i needed to fit in one of those so actually how i make my money right now how i pay my bills is jazz singing so i have a jazz band and i do like weddings corporate events and stuff wow. um so for that's yeah, so. <laughs> but it's well, but when you sometimes. say weddings, does that mean you're like a you're? Are you learning like cover songs, or is it like really like jazz? It's just jazz standards of the '40s, '50s, and '60s. Ella Fitzgerald, yeah. Sinatra, all that. Um, and I I don't really compromise easy. on modern songs. Wow, um, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so you know, I was I've been in the jazz world for a while, and. Mm -hmm. People kept on, you know, I'm the jazz singer. And then I'm like, all right, well, I want to do something different. You know, I don't want to sing other people's songs for the rest of my life. So let me just write jazz adjacent stuff, which you mm. won't really find online because I made sure those are gone. <laughs> but I was trying to do like neo soul, new jazz kind of stuff and just struggled with finding a group. I kind of mm. just used my same jazz band to do this and they weren't really into it. Oh, um, wow. So then that fizzled out. Um, but then, you know, my whole life I've really been into like 80s, 80s new wave synth pop stuff and like a little bit of like 90s grungy, rocky stuff. Mm. Um, my tastes have been all over the place. And I've always wanted to incorporate all of that into the music I write. So it took me this long, you know, till around 2020 to realize that I can do whatever I want to do. Mm -hmm. I don't have to fit in these boxes and I'm just going to fucking go for it. And I think now in my life, like this year, I'm very happy with how 
my songwriting has evolved, how my overall sound has, and I kind of sing the way I want to now. I don't feel like I'm putting on some sort of affectation to try mm. to fit in a box and please people. Mm. Wow, that's so powerful, man, because people pleasing, oh, you can get into, that's like a childhood thing and then how it results and then, oh God, yeah, that that's heavy. Um, but I got to say, since you've been on this journey now, I mean, we have DC Whammy nominations. We had a DC Nine residency. We have more awards coming in April. A Washington Post article. Yeah, look at that. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe that. I was like, oh, we got Washington Post. What do you want with my podcast? No, but um, what do you, is this? So let's get heavy here. Did you manifest this stuff? Or are you lucky? <laughs> um, I don't think I'm lucky. I've never been lucky. Um, I still haven't won nothing. I don't. I'm not making money from my original music yet. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, join the club. I don't know. I think just as I, <laughs> yeah, I think it's maybe. I guess I manifested it. The stars are starting to align. I don't mm-hmm. know. Whatever. You, I don't know if I've been any of that stuff. But okay. as I don't know. I think. This is probably something my mom told me. Like, if you you are confident in yourself, you know who you are and you know what you want, then everything else will come. And as soon as I turned tw- <laughs> 27 um, <laughs> in November, um, I kind of felt the greatest I have. I'm like, I'm doing what I want to do. Like, I feel great. And just things just kind of happened. Like, people, press started reaching out to me. Opportunities presented themselves to me. And I just... I'm a person, I'm saying yes to everything. So mm. I, got, I hate to tell you this, but then you definitely manifested it. Hate to tell you. <laughs> hate to tell you. It's it's all there. I mean, looking down the line at all the, the music you've done, and for everyone else, I mean, I'm going to have a link to this in uh, the podcast description, but it's arivox.bandcamp.com, A-R-I-V-O-X-X, and it's also arivox.com for her website and i also want to say like so these so these tunes that i've been listening to man it's like a lot of them and especially this next song we're gonna get into a lot of these songs and maybe this is partially because of your your jazz history but a lot of these songs have such a familiar feeling to me when i listen to them and even when i'm listening to them for like the first time and for this for this EP, uh, one of the EPs that I got, I was listening to it as I was like vacuuming my house <laughs> and I was listening to it over and over and over again. And I was just like, I remember from the first time I heard the tunes to like the 10th time in a row, I had the same exact feeling where I was just like, it feels like I'm listening. And this is not, don't take this the wrong way, but I was like, it feels like I'm listening to like Christmas music to where... I ultimately, I feel familiar to it and like connected, even though it's brand new. Does that make sense at all? Do you get that feeling? Yeah. Um, well, not, I don't think with my own music, it's hard for me to feel any kind of way, uh-huh. but, um, but I have heard that before. Like oh, okay. one time, like I, like I showed a song to my dad and he was like, oh yeah, I know this song. Like this is a cover. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not, <laughs> there's something you've never heard before. Wow. But I don't know how to explain that, but yeah, yeah, I have heard that before. But I mean, Mm. that's, I feel like it's a good thing. 
That's definitely know? a great thing. It's a great thing. It's but because yeah, I mean people well, I don't I can't speak for people, but at least when I listen to music it's a domino effect. There has to be like one domino to fall down for me to connect with whatever tune I'm listening to. And then once the dominoes start falling, it's like then I notice like it could be the first one probably is most often like a melody. And then once you connect with the melody, then you can connect with the lyrics and then you can connect with like the chord progressions and this and that. So it felt like so easy <laughs> for me to at least do that with a lot of these tunes. And I, I want to say this first tune or this next tune that we're going to listen to, this is the one where it it definitely, the first time I heard it, I was like, all right, this is the real deal. Like, this is not just like, okay, somebody is a good singer and has good, you know, music. I was like, this is the real deal. This tune is, <laughs> yeah, it's just spot on. So I just want to get into it real quick. This is the last tune on your EP, I believe, Letters to Myself. And this tune is called With Me. Check it out.
right, so that tune was called With Me, and there's also a great, awesome rendition of that song on your website. And when you did that, uh, and and is that the same uh, rendition that's in the YouTube video on your website? Is that the same one that's like on the Bandcamp, like the alternate version too? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that, that version too is awesome. And it was so cool to see you guys... So I'm not I'm not particularly all that I'm a bit of a curmudgeon when it comes to incorporating electronic elements into music. I have since been okay. lightening up. I've been giving in to the process now. Um and to see your uh homies in that video doing the stuff <laughs> that they're doing with that I wish I got a little bit more of your homie on the right, because he was doing stuff like off screen. And I was just like, man, I really wonder what he's doing. It was so rad. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get that. So for just everybody out there, go to AriVox.com to see that other version. And that was, uh, was that like an audition tape or something? So that was our submission last year for NPR's Tiny Desk Contest. Mm. Um, have you heard of that? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so they do like Tiny Desk Concerts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and every year they just have like a contest. You just make a video, send it in, and then you could win a show. Well, a, to play a concert at okay at NPR, and then do a tour with them. Wow. Okay. I so, I, um, I kind of knew I knew of it because I a lot of my friends were doing that kind of stuff a mm-hmm. while ago, but I didn't know the I guess the details of it. Yeah, I mean it's um you know thousands and thousands of people enter and I don't think I'm ever going to win uh, but it's just another excuse to like make some cool content that's out there and you know get some views and you know keep expressing uh, fucking creativity dude. I'm going to I'm gonna stop you right there because you've manifested so much to this point I want you to rephrase when you said I don't think I'm going to win let's try <laughs> It would be really nice if I could get on there. You think you could put that in the universe? Well, I think, in my opinion, well, okay, the way I see things, I don't think I'm going to win this, uh, let's oh be honest, gosh, arbitrary contest. I'm but, no, here's what I think. Here. All right, yeah. Here's okay. what I think. All right. I think I will find success, um, you know, this year and the next, and then I will eventually be invited to do a Tiny Desk concert mm. and not have to enter a competition. So. Mm. Excellent. <laughs> if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it doesn't, something better is going to happen. That's pretty much the right approach. Okay, so talk to me about uh, Letters to Myself. First of all, this is a really cool uh, cover for ev- for everyone. Go, go to the band you. camp. So am I looking at Am I looking at you and then an alternate version of you behind you? Is this an alt- alter yes. ego situation? So not necessarily an alter ego. Um, it is myself in a in a way, my past self, like the childhood self, but also just like an all-encompassing like spirit of who I am. Mm. That's always, you know, looming, but seemingly unattainable a lot of the times mm. due to blockages and like barriers like depression and anxiety and you know things so i mean that's a little bit of what the ep is about Mm. kind of um dealing with self-identity trying to re-emerge that um 
childhood, innocent, happy self um, that seems so fleeting in dark days. Mm, damn. So, <laughs> so it's more, is it more of like a higher self, like speaking to your higher self? Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say higher. I would say, I don't know, like ethereal and ever present. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like the true self. Mm -hmm. Now this, uh, this EP, most of what you have on here is uh, singles. Um, And you have this EP and, and right now you're working on an LP. Are you, is this like a creative decision or is this how you feel like the music industry is where people just only have the capacity for singles nowadays? Are you bothered by the music industry or are you just like, when I have a song and it's ready to go, I'm just going to put it up? It's all of that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the music industry is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we can all do our little things to change it, but you know, I'm accepting you know, the hardships and annoyances as they come. But um, yeah, I, I, I do also think that it takes a lot of mental strength, power, patience to put together a good, cohesive album, like a full-length thing. I mean, mm. I've written hundreds of songs, but which ones go together well enough to like make the perfect combination? And I'm I'm pretty like anal like perfectionist about things, mm. so that's why. And then also making an album, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of time, it's a lot of money. So it's just easier to put out singles um, mm-hmm. logistically. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm taking this this leap, the next spe- step, spending money, spending time collaborating with my band the lads um they're having a huge part in like the instrumentation um of the album and it's gonna be really fucking cool dude so (laughs) it's gonna be like the best thing i've ever done (laughs) absolutely i'm looking forward to it so you kind of touched on this but i guess why why did you make the decision why do an lp then like what what's different about the music that you're working on now where you're like ooh I want to hold on to this for an LP are you writing songs and the way that they're coming out it's like oh this is a a, a body of work that should be experienced together or are you just like uh, I'm just going to hold on to these tunes and kind of put them all in context with one another um i think the the former would be more accurate mm. um and it also ties into kind of my like realization and my like, happiness and peace within myself that I'm finally like, okay, I'm connecting the dots to th- some things that I have previously created. I'm writing more than usual and I'm basically seeing clearly. So, I mean, I feel like I see where things fit now. And some of these songs on the album I have written couple years ago and then just kind of put them aside but i think i think again it was like whatever higher power fucking spiritual force that was like no you need to put this aside this is for later this is not for now or you know i don't know or if i tried to make a couple of these singles and then for one reason or another it just didn't work out fizzled out and then now all the pieces are coming together and it's like oh this goes perfectly with that and this connects to that and now i have but yeah, it's just 
Yeah. You know, again, I keep talking about all this spiritual bullshit. I don't believe okay. any of it, I, I guess. Maybe I, don't I do. Know. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if you do. Maybe <laughs> I it sounds like it sounds like you're you don't want to, but then all of these things just keep happening and you're like, Wow, I can't believe all this cool shit's happening. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, well maybe it's supposed to be happening because uh you really have what it uh takes. So um that's cool. I'm 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 definitely into that. And you and you said you have a title for the LP. Do you wanna leak what the title's gonna be? Is it a secret? Yes, the title is not a secret. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, the title is of the album is I'm okay. Yeah. Please stop asking. <laughs> and um actually I will reveal the last track of the album that is called I'm Not Okay. <laughs> so. And you promise? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so all right. So I'm really. Are, and is there going to be a tour situation or? So, not officially. Okay. Um, I will probably. I might do a mini East Coast like solo tour situation with like smaller venues. Um, after the release, so I'm a plan on releasing it in August. Um, mm -hmm. I will have like a big ass album release party. What? <laughs> um, it's a big ass. A, album. Yeah. Yeah. Big ass. Um, Come through with your big asses. It, it'll be, the location is secret and oh, fucking secret. cool. Oh, excellent. Yeah. It's a secret. It's a secret. Um, it's, yeah, it's going to be a fucking event. I'm going to have fucking backup singers. <sighs> I have a light show. I'm going yeah, to have a DJ. It's going to be catered. It's <laughs> don't bring your kids um, absolutely not do not bring your kids um <laughs> pulling the strippers that'll drop from the ceiling uh, oh yeah. here we go um so uh i guess along with that what um if you have the capacity to think about this now i mean i know you're still in the process of it all but what is gonna make this lp release um a success for you and what are you, I guess, what, what's your goal with it now that, is this, is this an experiment? Because it kind of seems like this is going to be the biggest release so far of your musical career. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, that may be correct, um, but it's definitely not a, an experiment. It's definitely an amalgamation and the product of all the hard work and time and mm -hmm. blood, sweat, and tears that I've put in my entire life. And it's just... I don't know. I'm 27. I got like one year left to like do something cool before I die so I can make oh it into the club. <laughs> you are just poking the bear of that is the universe. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and, and the universe answers by just more and more cool shit. Oh yeah. She thinks she's going to die. Guess what? Now we're going to do this. It's just like, or maybe that's it. You have reverse psychology with the universe. Is that it? Are you that meta? Yeah, I think so. Oh god. <laughs> yep. Welcome no, but tell me, but tell me what it, what is it going to take for you to look back on this LP release and be like, "Damn, I did the damn thing." Is it just going to be have a big ass dope party and the party's going to be lit or is it going to be like I don't know, people uh people connecting with you in different kinds of ways that maybe they haven't before? I think it will be the perfect see what am i <laughs> hands are hands are in the air as we call the universe universe um, listen 
perfect like cake, perfect cupcake with the cherry on top and the sprinkles on top mm. that represent who I am. And I think people have connected with me and my music before, but this was going to mm-hmm. be like the thing. And I think this, you know, I'm manifesting that this will put me on the map a little bit um, mm-hmm. just to expand my my listeners and expand, you know, people paying attention to this kind of stuff. Um, oh, yeah. So I don't know. It's just everything that I want to do before I die. <laughs> so, <laughs> God. <laughs> um, so, uh, so what you have coming up, and and you have a big April. We we're playing a festival in April. Do we? Do we, we have a big April? <laughs> well, I'm 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 jumping on your bandwagon. So so we have the we have the festival in April. Big festival we're playing, and we have the DC cherry the Cherry Blossom Festival, and we have the DC Whammy nominee of the Cherry the Blossom show. song. Is mm-hmm. that the song? Yeah. yeah, excellent. And so, and we have the LP in August. So we got a big, uh, we got big stuff coming up, and um, I just want to congratulate you on all that stuff, and I really hope you come to Philly. Um, and w- on that note, I think you would really, I think you should really, really connect with, uh, Tammy, who was a past, uh, artist on the podcast. You and her would go so great on a bill. Um, Tammy who? Um, I don't want to say her well, name the wrong way, but it's Mitamu. Oh, uh, Queen, I found her. Oh, shit. No, oh, maybe shit. not. Yeah. Her name is, uh, Mitamu. I call her Tammy because I'm... A dumb white American. And I, uh, excellent. (laughs) Well, she's great. She's a great singer, great friend of the podcast, and she's also doing great stuff. And you and her would go great together. And so, yeah, I want to congratulate you on all the cool shit you have coming up. My last question for you is, is there any artist out here that you are looking up to? Who, Who are you looking up to, if anyone? Uh, Barty's Strange. Do you know him? Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. DC guy, black artist, genre bending, mm-hmm. doing the damn fucking thing. So, and he, and, and he's that's from also, Oklahoma or something, right? And then relocated yeah. to DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but he is very well respected in this area. Obviously, you know him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, one of my goals. Maybe not this year because he's traveling all over the goddamn world. Yeah. Um, but I would love to open for him or go on tour with him. Yeah. I have I, I have his, uh, or maybe it's his old manager, but I have his uh, one of his managers in my email list. And uh, I, I tried to have him on the podcast like a long time ago, like right before. It was when that Mustang song came out. And I was like, wow, this is something else. And uh, that was right when he started pretty much ascending to the heavens. All over the... Yes, exactly. Yes, (laughs) And now he's on late night shows and and, and national touring, headlining great shit. So shout out to... Shout out to him. And yeah, we're all all looking up to him. And... uh, I'm manifesting him as we speak. Yes, we're manifesting. (laughs) It's the theme of this show. All right. I I, I want to apologize to all of our spiritual listeners out there. We are not trying to offend every, anyone 
And uh, we're going to do our best to get uh, some more positivity going on. And I, I foresee that the rest of your year is going to be exactly how it should be. And uh, it's just going to be nothing but excellence. So thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about all this stuff. It was a blast. Um, and uh, with that, our last tune is going to be the nominated and sure to be winning tune called Cherry Blossom. Rip on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 